This podcast is brought to you by Blackout Loud Media Group. We have everything from news, tech, spoken word, comedy, and all talks of live fire cooking. We cover everything across the spectrum so you don't have to go anyplace else. Check out all of our shows, share, like, and subscribe. Available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Passive Remote with Charlie and Terrence. I'm Terrence. I'm Charlie. What up, man? How you been? Man, I'm doing all right, brother. How about yourself? Blessed and highly favored. It's getting a little warm out. It's all right, you know. It's good. I'm ready. How about you? Man, I'm a person that likes when it's actually when it's cold or cool outside. Yeah. So if it's going to be warm, I want it to actually kind of stay there and not just back and forth. Because that combined with the pollen has just really been messing with me. <laughs> no, man. So we're back with episode two. Man, that first episode yes, was sir. fun, man. Man, yeah. We talked about a lot of good stuff. First thing that we want to talk about today, I, I was super hyped to talk about this. You just saw it. I just saw it. You know, we got Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. We got Jonathan Majors that was up in there. I was there for Kang. How did you like the movie? I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I knew going in that um with this these multi dimension things <laughs> is gonna get a little weird. So I was prepared for it, but I thought it was pretty good. Um yeah. So what theater did you go to? how did you watch it? Uh Regal RPX, which oh, is good. it's yeah. like IMAX, but I I never really noticed the difference, but it's they say that the sound is better than IMAX. Yeah, they do focus on the sound. I do like the sound better than IMAX. IMAX is a little bit more visually, you know, enhanced. Yeah. So it's a trade off. I saw in Dolby Vision, which is about the same as RPX. The sound okay. is better. The, the the visuals, the screen ain't as big as IMAX, right? But you know, it's it's good. I can't tell the difference otherwise. But it was a really good movie, man. A really good movie. I think this was the the third installment in a solid one um, to come behind the other two. I can't say that for the for a lot of other Marvel movies. You know, their standalone movies like Thor. Can't say that. <laughs> no, I can't say that about Thor. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this was good. So they yeah, followed up. They followed up with um, with part two that they came after that. They had all the characters back minus T.I. And, you know, the couple of the other ones were for comedic relief. I think a lot of people didn't like that, but I was okay with it because they wanted to focus on somebody else. You know, they they wanted to focus on Kang. That's what we're here for. Yeah, because it was it was more about Kang and um, the mother. Right. Oh man, the secrets of a family. What? See what see see what happened. So this I have look- to go back to watch um, <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp because I'm like, did I miss something where maybe she gave like a look or something to say like, yeah, I'm lying about what you know went down when I was there or. Um, I feel like on the second one she had facial expressions like yeah that's what i'm i don't want to come back here ever and i don't really need to tell you why just just make sure you don't make me go back here (laughs) well lo and behold i mean she was down in 30 years yeah yeah with bill Um, murray yeah (laughs) 
That was that was a surprise. Um, I don't want to get too much of a spoiler, but the, the conversation between those two. Oh man, I don't know. I would I would have I would have got up and swung. There would have been some furniture moving up in that piece. Not you know there eventually was. Yeah, yeah. But nah, no. Nah, during the conversation, mid conversation, I'm jumping over the table. Whap, you know. It's like oh oh really oh okay. You just ain't going to just sit there and taunt me. (laughs) (laughs) It also makes me want to go back and watch the last episode of uh, Loki. I've heard a lot of people say that. Yeah. So there's a a reason behind that, though, which I believe it confused a lot of people about the whole Kang thing. You know, uh, I tried to explain Kang you know, to someone that doesn't know the backstory of at least the episodes of Loki. And yeah, I gave up really quickly. You know, mm. there's a lot of them, man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and from what I understand, now, uh, I think they, I can't, I think they killed that King in the, in the last episode of Loki. I think he died. Um, but he was just, I think he was the oldest one out of all of them, but See, that's no, that's the thing. They killed um, He Who Remains. Right. Which is and Kang. Then version. Of- when they came back, there was all this Kang statues and all this other stuff. Oh, so whatever yeah. they did, yeah. That, see, that's the part I, I need to go back and kind of. Because I do remember that when they came back, everything was different. That's and right. it was this, this whole like Kang was I guess the emperor or whatever whatever where they were so I'm mm. like I got to see that part again because if you remember he who remains was warning him mm-hmm. sort of like what Kang did in here like hey mm-hmm. you know <laughs> you can do this but this is going to happen it's like this thing is bigger than you think you think it's just me but it's not they keep kill. They keep trying to kill him, though. You know. Yes. <laughs> they don't listen. He's trying to tell. He's at least he's trying to warn you. Yeah. You know. And how you? How do you? In a situation like that, how do you gauge and believe? Like, are you really the person to stop this? Or are you just trying to say this to preserve yourself? See, in the Loki series, he who remains didn't display much power per se. He just came off as an all-knowing being. Yeah. Uh, so in quantum mania, yeah, I mean, he was like killing people. <laughs> yeah. And then that was the other thing. Like when you, he had that, you know, I'm not really here to do anything destructive. <laughs> I care about people. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's one of those villains who it's, um, I could say Thanos is probably the only villain who just, <laughs> just his quote unquote means well is mm. doesn't really mean well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. with this, you know, King was he he how he came off was like he was compassionate at least. Mm. But then it's like, nah, he's really not. So <laughs> <laughs> But is think, it still there? It's, I think he really believes in what he says though. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So and his, I think, perception, or one of his perceptions, because there's a lot of them, yeah. um, I think is the fact that he believes he is the balance to the timelines. And 
if you mess with his timeline, you mess with the whole timeline, which is true in a way. Yeah. You know, I think the, I think the movie was very entertaining, very balanced, and unfortunately, I don't think this is why I was interested to see how you felt about it because it went any which away with people that watched it, like people loved it or hated the hell out of it. <laughs> And I'm not sure why they hated it, but I got an idea. I, I think idea. they were expecting, because I, I don't care what anybody says, like the Avengers set the standard for Marvel movies that people can't seem to, to separate. Like these are right. two different things. And then for a movie like Ant-Man, this is the first Ant-Man movie I've ever went to the theaters to see. Really? All of the other ones, it, I watched them later. Like the first one, I might have been two years after it came out. I was like, oh, I guess I'll watch it. I guess you didn't feel it had any like particular meaning in the overall scheme of things. So you know, that didn't. Yeah, I guess if that crossed my mind, when it crossed my mind is when I decided to watch it because I like even growing up, I wasn't a, a Ant Man fan like that. I don't think so, anybody was really. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why are y'all making this movie? Like, of all the other, I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> but it, like, going into the, the quantum realm, it it's just, it's completely different from anything else that we've really seen with Marvel. And I think that's what people have a problem with. Um, when we were talking about it, like, this morning, I think, yeah, this morning, um, my wife said that, Hey, she was like, well, you know, asked me what I thought about it. She thought it was kind of slow. Really? And then I was like, you know, to get to the action, I was like, yeah, I guess I could see that in the beginning. Then, yeah, well, I guess. yeah. Now I told her, I was like, we have to realize that we've never seen this place before. We didn't even think anything was there. So they had to kind of build up and kind of show us different parts of what's going on. Mm. So even though it yeah. was like a third installment of a movie, it still was like, a first movie because we don't know any of these, any of the tribes, any of these creatures or whatever you want to call them. Like for the oh, longest creatures. we just, yeah, I have like, holes. Is, yeah, <laughs> for the longest time we thought this was just some empty place, right? And so now it's just like atomic place that yeah. no one knew existed. Yeah, so. <laughs> But when the action did kick in, it was, I mean, cause I thought it kind of got to it really quick. Like, you know, it had the little stuff in the beginning, but man, 15 minutes in, they were already in the quantum, quantum realm. I was like, Whoa, okay. So, so we ain't wasting no time. So this is, this is why I think why people feel that, um, the Ant-Man movie is like boring, I guess, or slow, I guess. So, there is this formula that Marvel has with their movies. I think since they hit their stride after, you know, the first Iron Man, maybe the first Avengers and all that. And the formula is basically balance of comedy, really big action scenes here and there. And you, you have um, like really big special effects, right? <clears throat> all that, no matter what. And I think people are getting tired of that formula because more or less, when you go into it, no matter what Marvel movie you go to see, you might have a different storyline, but the, you know, the formula is about the same. You know, you're about to laugh. You know, it's going to be big explosions. 
the best special effects that money can buy because Disney and it's going to be a big fight at the end. Yeah. That's it. Anything else good, in between? Yeah. <laughs> they like, okay, I've seen this before, but they haven't seen it before. I guess people are getting, you know, we got a lot of Marvel stuff being pushed our way, like the series and the movies all yeah. the time. So are they getting kind of bored with the formula itself? And maybe it's not the movie. How you feel about that? That's a man. I think that's a good point. Cause I, I take that part out when I go see, cause I know it's going to be the same. Yeah. That's my thought when it comes to like, I'm like, y'all, this is a comic (laughs) book movie. What do you expect from a comic book movie? People aren't ever really happy because if it was DC, they would have said it's too dark, it's not funny enough. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing that I realized that, you know, people had it mostly right in life was that last Thor movie. It was like, it's a little too funny. It's Man, a little too much. It, was, too it much. was over the top. And for it, uh, I don't know if they were trying to balance out the seriousness of how they, we even no, got into this place or not, but... <laughs> It's like you didn't even balance it out. You you drowned out the seriousness. Yeah, that was with all of this. And the, the Zeus thing was terrible. I was like, mm, yeah, what? Yeah, we're just was... gonna keep going with this, huh? That was, movie had potential awful. to be really good. Yeah, it really because the storyline was good. The concept was really good. But then you threw all these cheesy, <laughs> and sometimes cheesy jokes work. But nah, that, the whole that. like every five minutes. Every five minutes, might be every two minutes. I was just like, so we got another joke, huh? Wow. This this is what I liked about Ant-Man because Paul Rudd can hold a movie even yeah. when it's not a lot of action going on. And, you know, his his presence on screen, it keeps it's funny, but it's not too much. You know, yeah. Yeah. it's not like, will you stop killing that joke, please? It's not that. It had, a, had enough. And to your point. They had a, a lot of backstory uh, because there was a lot of care. We didn't know anything about Kang, especially if you didn't watch the Loki series. And you shouldn't have to watch all those series to keep up yeah. with the movies. So I, I think they wanted to, you know, build this world around Kang because the whole purpose of this movie is to start this new phase in Marvel where everything is centered around the Kang dynasty. And Lord have mercy. There's a lot of mofos. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait though. I can't wait. Um, I think the main draw of this movie was definitely Jonathan Majors and not oh, Paul yeah, Rudd me, or even Mich- Mich- not even Michelle Pfeiffer. You know, no. Michael Douglas. This dude stole the screen from everybody. Yeah, phenomenal actor. Great guy. Yeah. As you know, I've been a fan of his since um, the last Black Man in San Francisco. Still haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I don't know why. A lot of people probably watch it now. Yeah, they and yeah, yeah. I probably will too if I remember to add it to my list, like you keep telling me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he did with a great this, job. with with this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think any of it will play into um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three? Uh, so this is what I think, <clears throat> because this movie was the kickoff of the new phase technically, 
and uh-huh. it builds up to the new event. Well, it's it's called the Avengers King Dynasty. I think everything that precedes that movie is going to be intertwining each other, kind of like all the old the other ones too. But it might be subtle. I don't I don't think that um, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to touch on Kang, but I think they are definitely going to touch in the multiverse. Uh, in a way, I think everybody's going to start touching on that little multiverse and um, and somehow it's going to mention a timeline or something. Uh, yeah. It might mention Loki, you know, it might mention Loki because that season's coming up and that's going to kick off this, the same thing. So uh, the references from this movie. No, nah, I don't think so. But uh, quantum, you know, the quantum realm, probably. Yeah. OK. Yeah, that's a good point, because. Whenever I, I was like, I don't know, because they kind of, they, <laughs> like, I don't even remember the second one that much because I didn't like it. But even with the first one, we didn't get, like, a look into the other Marvel movies until, like, those bonus scenes. Um. So the second one, yeah. The reason why I like the second one is because they, they touched on the Celestials on that one. That yeah. was, you know, that was the whole point of that one. And bringing Mantis in, you know, being Mantis in and talk about the celestials it made sense uh i like the movie it was it was pretty good um i'm hoping that this one and i saw the trailer groot kind of looks swole don't he? oh yeah he does he's like, he... <laughs> like is Groot replacing the hulk <laughs> what's happening here Got trees <laughs> right <laughs> oh man the dirty joke can make off of that character <clears throat> anyway so yeah I, I I think this movie will open up a lot of m- more character development. Um, I'm just hoping that Guardians of the Galaxy is is good. Um, yeah, me too. It looks promising. Yeah, it does. You know the the earlier review, um, the earlier trailer I saw. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, but the one I saw while going to see Ant Man, I was like, oh, okay, I see where you're going with this. I can get down with that. I don't know specifically. Because I think there's like two villains in this one, in, the, in in that one. I don't know which is which. You know, there's the black yeah, guy and there's the non non black guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's the there's the guy, um, the one that was from Maze Runner. He was one of the characters of Maze Runner. I can't remember his name. Um, so he's gonna be in there, which they didn't show too much on on that trailer. And then it was the black guy. I can't remember his name, but yeah, I don't know which one is the bad guy or not. That'd be two. I hope they make it. Some of them will. I don't know. But, yeah. So, we got we got Quantum Mania out the way. Um, before we move on to another topic, what is your favorite part about this movie? And what is your least favorite part? My least favorite part, and I'm trying to do a no spoiler, was... <laughs> um, how can I phrase this? Their method of translation. <laughs> the that, that was, yeah, that was my least favorite part. Um, my favorite part was, man, I would say every time Jonathan Majors was on screen, was. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Like, the way he delivered his lines, mm-hmm. um, 
And then Haki, he could just go from calm to doing something, but it's still calm, but it's with all seriousness. Right. And it's like, I'm going to give you an opportunity. You know, I'm, I'm not going to use, I'm not going to use force, you know, you know, I, I can, I can be civilized, but For then, now. yeah. But then when <laughs> he's not, then he's not. <laughs> we didn't cross that bridge. <clears throat> yeah. So my least favorite part, and I'm, I say it, but laughing because it made me laugh a lot, but <laughs> I don't like big faces that much. And, yes, and Modoc, yeah. that was a lot of face, man. Yeah. It was weirding me out. You know, Very it was weird. Uh, I was like, I'm not sure how I feel about this character on this screen. Very weird. I was like, ah, just shrink his face a little bit. Like, I don't know. Like it weirded me out, dude. Oh, put, um, put your helmet back down. <laughs> some jeez. <Christ. laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they they could have had the helmet down more. <laughs> then when Something. they killed, then when they killed him at the end, I'm like, what the hell is? This? Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm, all right, um, <clears throat> we're gonna. My favorite part. <laughs> what I forget, I forget the character's name, but it was the blob that they were drinking the ooze from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, are you talking about the part where he, it's like, how many holes do you have? How, yeah. how, how, how many holes do you have? I don't have any holes. I don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> then at the end, they rounded it out perfectly with a callback. And it was like, yeah, it was like, I, like that I, have, too. I have a hole in that hole. <laughs> oh, like, damn. That was, yeah. That sounds, was... This is like, if you play this movie in one room and you're listening in another room. While your kids are watching this, you'll be like, what the hell are y'all watching? Hey, 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 what y'all watching? <laughs> Come in there. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Gotta adjust that parental control just in case now. <laughs> so in this in this ranking of this loose ranking, individual ranking, I guess you'd say, <laughs> of, of movies that you've seen as of late with MCU... How do you feel this movie stands up? I he said lately, the yeah. last couple of movies. The last couple say, of years, I guess, you know, since the Spider Man, you know, and all that. Um well the last couple of years I would say Wakanda Forever oh, yeah. is my favorite and then No Way Home, possibly Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. I would put this next, and then I would put Doctor Strange afterwards. And I say that because it just Doctor Strange. It for one, Wanda in this <laughs> this <laughs> selfishness that she has. Like you're so selfish that you're really willing to take away from yourself just because yourself in this um, world has children. It's a crackhead move. Like you not even. Yeah. It took that long for her to realize how dumb it was. <laughs> I mean, nothing in you said that when I did this, that I would hurt the children that I so desperately am longing for and want to be with. They, and they warned her about that in the beginning. Yeah. Doctor Strange warned her about all that. But she was like, nah, I'm good. 
yeah, it's just like the whole zombie thing. I was just like, so why? And that was an episode I I didn't watch. Um, On what if? Yeah, because I'm like, I don't want to see a bunch of. You know, oh, it was good though. It was super, really good. Yeah, I, I plan on going back one day and watching. I'm like, I don't really want to see this. I can skip it. <laughs> and then I watched Doctor Strange. I was like, well, maybe I couldn't. Maybe I shouldn't have skipped it. Dang. <laughs> That's one of them things that I think a lot of people are trying to. That was the knock against Disney. You know, Bob Iger came back as CEO and he was like, F this. We're going to make it more straightforward and not so like tangled up in everything. So you have to watch all these series and every episode of a series to figure out what the hell is going on in this movie. Because to your point, dude, if you didn't watch that, you're like, where the hell do zombies come from? See? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So if you guys haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Please go out and see it. Uh hope we didn't give too much spoilers, but hey, it's not our fault. You should have paused it. Alright. So, Terrence, we're gonna be back after these messages to talk about a show that we love so much. Your honor. After these messages, y'all don't go anywhere. What's up, y'all? I'm back for another season of the Brown Sugar Cafe podcast. Thank you all for tuning in to the first season. I hope you all enjoyed it. If you haven't had an opportunity to listen to any episode or you missed some episodes, please go back and listen to them. Let me know what you think. But this season will be bigger and better than the first season. We're going to have more guests. I'm going to read some more poems, some excerpts from my upcoming book. I'm also going to do some YouTube videos. So please follow the YouTube channel, the Brown Sugar Cafe podcast. Make sure you subscribe to my blog, thebrownsugarcafe.blog. Check me out on Instagram and Facebook at the Brown Sugar Cafe. Buckle up because this season is going to be a great ride. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and turn on your notifications so you don't miss an episode. And if this is your first time and you want to know what the Brown Sugar Cafe is all about, it's the place where poetry meets conversation. This is a space dedicated to the conversation about what truly matters in life. And that's you. All right, we are back. Terrence, what is happening? What is happening? Are you ready to talk about your honor? Yes, sir. Oh, man. So every Friday on Paramount Plus, they drop a new episode. And by the time we're recording, we're talking about season two, episode six is called part 16. So a lot happened. A lot happened in this season already. And a lot happened in this one episode. Where do we start? <laughs> yeah, where do we start? Good lord. Um uh. <laughs> This is so much. All right. So one of the big themes of this episode was the detective, the woman detective opening up a case about Michael Brian Kant's Cranston's character, Michael, his wife Elizabeth's death. Mhm. <clears throat> so they open that can of worms. I'm like, whoa, okay. Everything else is going on right now. You're going to bring that up. Okay. And they, they started to kind of try to find truths behind what they thought happened. But when they start peeling back those layers, dog, um, that was, I didn't, I didn't see it ending up that way. Um, and how they did it. 
So when I first, when they first had him in the interrogation room, talk about Brian Cranston, when they had him in there, um, asked him questions about his whereabouts during the night of his wife's murder. Seemed like to me, I was like, dang, did this dude really kill his wife? Like the, his spa- facial expressions was like, oh, is this a gotcha? Did he, did he accidentally kill her or something? Oh man, you th- for real? You thought that? I, I, I kind of did for a second. I kind of did. True. I, yeah. I knew better, but I'm like, how are they, how are they spinning this? Now, right. That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, uh, was he sloppy with something or, you know, I, I say, obviously he lied somewhere <laughs> because they wouldn't have had him in there, but what did he lie about? <laughs> my, my thing was he lies a lot to yeah. seemingly protect people. And I, I thought, okay, this is par for the course. He lied about something in the past that eventually got her killed. Mm, I was wrong. <laughs> that was really wrong um, yeah because they alluded to the cheating in the mm-hmm. first season I don't really remember which episode but I, it was like that picture that they kept showing right it's like who was she in the room with right mm. and it <laughs> apparently didn't have a happy marriage Right. And when they first started talking, I know the, the mother-in-law is in the car and everything. At first, I was like, dang, she talking to dude like he like it was his fault. Oh, yeah. Probably it was because <laughs> you started to make this this idea in your head. He was a judge. He's probably spent too much time at work. He did. He did her wrong. Lo and behold, she was the one creeping, you know, all that yeah. stuff. Wow. I, th- I thought it was important for them to have that conversation when. She said that, um, you know, I told her she shouldn't have got married. Mm. He just been like, well, dog, I wasn't a horrible husband. She was like, no, I'm talking about her, not you. Ain't that something? Because I knew that she couldn't love you how, you know, and I was like, wow. That's something when when your mother can say these things about you. (laughs) Now, here's the thing. She should have said that before he got married. But, yeah, but, 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 hey, but I, you know, you know, that wasn't her place to say so. And then it would, how would you take that? I mean, like, he's looking like <laughs> she, she can't love me. Cause at first, I mean, now at the place with her gone and with everything that's going on, he's able to receive that. Like, dang, I can, I can see now yeah. because I've gone through the marriage and, you know, the place that we were. I mean, shush, we out here just, we out here just visiting her dog on whatever you call it <laughs> right. her side piece uh, yeah just mm. right and it's like okay but then you say that to him before he's still gonna think it's him it was like well why are you saying that i'm not lovable yeah I mean, but with all this evidence yeah yeah it looked bad um yeah that was i was relieved that it wasn't anything like you know his fingerprints was on something or something weird or you know like i said he lied about something which he did because he actually did leave the house yeah he did to confront her side piece Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah ran up on dude yeah and say yeah so so i'm your alibi he's like yeah yeah they did it like we each other alibi so don't try to make it sound like (laughs) even when they said that i'm like well dang yeah still who killed her? Messed up situation. It's really messed up. Yeah. It, I guess a, 
Occupational hazard? Yeah. Okay. Um, investigating that uh, that whole thing with the police, <laughs> which I forgot all about that until they started too. diving back. And I was like, yeah, there was this whole thing with it. I like this is another thing I like about this season is they're tying stuff in from the first season. Right. It's some new elements to it, but it's not far-fetched new where it's just like, well, where did this come from? It's yeah. like they're finishing off the stuff that uh, quite frankly we forgot about because it, it's <laughs> something a lot goes on in every episode oh a lot oh yes <laughs> yeah it's it's almost like a movie and like they're packing yeah. a movie in the, yeah. each episode yeah but it I, works so well it's not like it's you know some things you watch and it's a lot in the episode and it's like oh they're just trying to pile it all in here so because yep. they don't have a few episodes <laughs> left it's like everything goes so well and you got to pay attention to everything. Oh, you must. Yeah. Um, so you, you got that going on. That was an interesting storyline. And we'll we'll get back to that because it kind of comes together in the end um, of, of this episode. But you had another thing going on here. So uh, Mr. Baxter. So <sighs> he's dealing with his he's 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 dealing with his uh, how you want to say father-in-law i guess uh and this father-in-law is talking down to him a lot forcing him into this business deal that he didn't want to be in yep <laughs> testing his gangster really testing it Ooh. terrence all right for, first of all would you allow under any circumstances and you know there's there's you know there's nuances behind this but under any circumstances if you were in the same place of, as him mr baxter and Father, I was talking to you like that. <clears throat> Would you hem him up or no? I'm trying to figure out, like, this man is obviously feared, right? Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I have a cool father-in-law. He cool as a fan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but their whole situation is different man they're in the crime world and uh, obviously this, he's scared of this man for whatever reason i don't so much think it's because of his wife but it's like i mean he not only talked down to him he slapped him he we choked him he be he treated him like a child Oh, right man. yeah in front of his um pretty much know, he his, said yeah. i need to talk to you but it was the door was open they were right there yeah, just like it took him by the by the bottom of his chin. Yeah, <laughs> and it's also like, is it him, mm. or what will happen if you did something to him? Because he's old now, so he's not too much he can do to you. But what would be the repercussions from his people? I want to know that part too. Because yeah, and does he have brother? Does his, does he have son mm. somewhere? Yeah, or some, you know what I'm saying? Some some other family element that we don't know about yet. Yeah, I think they they might touch on that. I hope they do because I want to know why he fears him so much. Um, <laughs> his, I think it's going to be short lived. Though I think he's going to I think he's going to kill him. I, I'm hey, I'm rooting for him to kill him because <laughs> they be mess. You know, I mean, he ain't the he's he's a bad dude but yeah. still i'm like okay your wife messing with you your kids are stupid and and your father-in-law i mean yeah. he should be six feet under as of yesterday <laughs> but he's for whatever reason he's trying to hold together he 
I, I can understand he he wants to control what comes through the ports. Of course. But it looked like he going to lose that control if he don't yeah. do something. Because yeah. he's worried about going. drugs, which he doesn't want to touch drugs. But um, that, that father-in-law was like, look here. <laughs> it's gonna be some trafficking coming through here. It's gonna be all type of stuff. So all type. Oh, explicitly called out <laughs> them types like right. sex trafficking. Like you just didn't shy away from that. Yeah. <laughs> so just get that through your head. Uh, okay. The drugs is the least of your worries. Right. Oh my god. I'm like, wow. You put that in perspective, old man. All right. Crazy. I definitely don't want to do this anymore. Right. You're not talking me into this. <laughs> I want to see what happens with that. I'm interested to see how that plays out. I agree with you that he's going to, I think it's going to be a crime of passion. Uh, yeah, look, he, yeah. he beat his, his right hand man down in that little room. First of yeah. all, first of all, if you see that happen, this, this is a lesson to everybody that claims to be, you know, whatever, whatever you claim to be. If you see somebody upset and they got publicly shamed and you mm -hmm. know that they have a potential to whip ass as a outlet because yeah. of that don't go walking behind them in the secluded isolated room and you try to critique and agree with the dude that just hit just, him up yeah uh -uh, see that's why you got your jaw broke yeah. <laughs> i also let me okay let me what do you think about this i think it also had something to do with that slick comment his wife made about yep, him sure did and yeah. that just gave him this this the opportunity like mm -hmm. are you agreeing with her because you know like mm -hmm. is there something to what she said to me yeah <laughs> yes then he then he's like thinking back okay hold on i remember all those gangster movies i saw this played out just like that uh <laughs> the, the right hand man is sleeping with the wife yes okay yeah this is like this is almost like scarface all over again you know <laughs> Kill this dude. He should have kept his mouth shut. Should have kept know. his mouth shut. Oh no, that's a lesson to you. Uh, it's like, hey, just just let him, just let him chill. If I'm he's interested to, to see him next next <laughs> the next episode. Like, how do you bandaged it up? How do you come to work after? It's like, what's the conversation after that? Say shit. Hey, what happened to your face? <laughs> nothing, man. Nothing. See, if somebody asks him that, then what's going to happen? That's a trickle down. He going to beat their ass because. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what happened? This is how abuse happens. You don't want to fight the person that should be beaten down. So you beat down the person that doesn't deserve it. And you know what? Now I'm thinking about, it. you know, who's going to ask him? The wife is going to ask what happened to his face. Oh, well, she ain't going to hit him. And that's gonna be, she, no, no. She, no, no, no. She and that's going to be a whole new thing. It was like, why are you so concerned about what happened to him? Mm. <laughs> oh, I see what you're getting at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Wow. Is she going to say something about that? Did you did you do that to him? Why did you? Yep. So so on the theme of this, this crazy family that he has to deal with, <clears throat> he's included with that. Carlo. <laughs> Carlo, Carlo. Carlo, Carlo. The hothead of the family. Dumb hothead at that. So, look, all right, let's put this in perspective to set this up because Eugene's back in town because uh, of the money situation that happened that we touched on a little bit in the first episode. Yeah. But but he came back in town because uh, what is Big Mo was like, I got to pay for this this spot that I'm trying to purchase. 
F the drug money. Then they had to figure that out, you know, with, <laughs> with, yeah. the, with the whole cartel thing. That went over a lot smoother than I thought it would. I thought, I thought more people was going to, like, get got during that. But Eugene's there. They're trying to distribute drugs, cut with fentanyl in it. And, you know, all the, all the, like, as you said, a whole bunch of stuff happens in episodes. It's a lot happens. Yeah. But Eugene's there. And one of Carlo's friends that is a fiend that was trying to get a fix sees Eugene through the window, takes a picture, shows Carlo, them boy go right out and they find where, where Eugene is and they try to off him. All right. So that didn't work out so well, did it? Hey, you had to have known being in the car with the junkie <laughs> that he was, was going to ram the car. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I, I I go with many, 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 many things that go on in this show because it made sense. They were following them, right? So yeah. how the hell did you come around and T-bone them? Why? And why would you do that? I think he might have acted like he was going to. He probably convinced Carlo that he was going to cut them off, uh, which would have made sense. But yeah, he's like, bump this. <laughs> I'm just going to ram the car. <laughs> They got I kill my, I kill myself in the process. Dog. <laughs> Dog. No seatbelt. Dog. Oh man. Well, <clears throat> I would say that's a crackhead move, but yeah, it's close enough. No um, seatbelt. No seatbelt. Just full speed. <laughs> and then Carlos, his, his, he, Eugene spared his life in Fine. in a fashion to point out. I'm in this situation because of you. Like all of this is because of you. My brother had nothing to do with your brother being killed. None of that. None. And I don't have any family left, but you still trying to kill me for you. This is your fault. All of this is your fault. All of it. Mm hmm. And he still, and, and he's, he's, he's like one of those, um, <laughs> he's a poser, man. Like yeah. he didn't tell nobody what actually happened. He just was like, yeah, I tried to kill him. Mm -hmm. Like he, you were dead. All he had to do was pull that trigger. You were dead. Yeah. But he wanted to keep the narrative going for whatever reason, you know? Cause I think he, um, he wants to please his father like so bad because he was where, trying to join that meeting too yeah you see for yeah and he wants to show that he can do more things instead of like he said just watching the security cameras <laughs> yeah that's what you do that's <laughs> <laughs> what he needed to stay and do i mean you so upset that you leave your Dog. nephew with this random girl mm. i mean yeah she works at the hotel or whatever but you don't really know her like still, that still 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 that's your nephew that's your nephew mm -mm. You, you shouldn't even had the girl up there to begin with for real see that's that, that is some really really immature stuff to do and this is why your daddy didn't let you in the meeting because you, you you're not ready you're immature 
he would have probably popped off to some said something slick and then <laughs> the grandfather would have to drag him out the room yeah <laughs> now nah, he shouldn't have been in that meeting for sure not yet Mm-mm. he's stupid man and it, it it goes to prove no good deed goes unpunished so be sure you know who you're doing your good deeds to because if you do and they don't it's a doozy you see what happened you know um I, oh, speaking of i'm waiting on old boy to come back i know we're gonna see him again who um isn't his name a little more L- yeah yeah a little more yeah because i know it's not the last we've seen to him <laughs> <laughs> no nah, not yet no nah. well as you pointed out they they cleverly bring back references to past so I hope they bring him back. Because I did see like a little snippet thing where they run through kind of what's going to happen in the season. Mm-hmm. And it was like um, him, like he was soaking in the tub. <clears throat> and then he touched that desire tattoo. Um, so, see, it's kind of like, oh, all right. Like, not only is this. Okay, let's get to that real quick. Okay. All right. You upset over this thing when you pulled the money back. He went to do this. He went to set up this deal for you, mm-hmm. right? Right. You pulled the money back, which mm-hmm. causes a fight between your nephews. They go to jail, but Eugene brings the money. Yep. You somewhat mad because he didn't actually kill Eugene and Eugene didn't actually get away. But if Eugene wasn't there, you wouldn't have had your money. Exactly. Which Lomo was going to bring the money back to you. <laughs> okay. But now you put your other nephew in this predicament to where they start fighting. And now old boy roll up and was like, hey, you know, I don't care what was what. I mean, this was the deal. Right. So how did you expect that not to go well and you mad at him? I know you got to prove a point. You can't look weak and show favoritism, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you pulled the money back and she's not making the the best uh, choices in life. I think. Nah. And it's, I think it's just going to keep on spiraling. It's going like, to backfire for her. Yeah. yeah. Like her girlfriend I, tried to warn her, you know, Yep. that's going to be a foreshadow right there. And I think it's, yeah, I think it's something with that club mm-hmm. is going to be like, more of her downfall yep she might they might blow it up with her in it <clears throat> or she yeah. might get shot there i don't know that might be her last stand yeah i'm, I'm thinking like you care so much about it that you, should, <laughs> you spend the rest of your your, your life there so, yeah i don't know i don't know i mean the there's so much going on in this show and it's so good i'm like how do y'all keep all this in line but it's done really well. The other thing that we didn't even get to yet <clears throat> and is bringing it back to everything that we talked about. All right. So you had the whole thing in the beginning with the investigation of uh, Michael Desiato's wife. Right. Yeah. Found out who actually did it. <clears throat> and then all this stuff is happening with Eugene and Carlo and all this craziness back and forth. And then to close out the dang thing, all right, so Big Mo and Eugene to go back out of town. He's about to get on the bus. And lo and behold, mm, 
this the the cop that actually killed Michael Desiato's wife found a little notebook where he was on the scene where <laughs> where Carlo trying to off them boy and got to him got to Eugene and shot him right by the bus god damn it I thought he was gonna make it now that's what I was trying to figure out is because um, I thought I thought that cop was his name was something else that was the part I was trying to figure. so that was the cop who did it yeah yeah I mean okay. at least the way that they're they're they played it out because they kept bringing him in every time they're they're kind of saying who it was and they showed his face like he is the perpetrator he's the one doing all the behind the scenes stuff so i i don't know where they're going with that per se but wow um i just thought eugene was gonna make it on that bus at least i, I did too um i knew something was gonna happen the way he was hiding out i was like he he knows something is coming yeah but the gunshot was high and in the shoulder so i'm pretty sure he's still around you think so yeah i hope so but the detective didn't wear any facial coverings mm -hmm. he shot him nope. out in the open right up right around other people it would behoove him to kill eugene and not yep. leave him alive yeah yeah we'll see how that goes <laughs> Yeah, mm -mm. it's gonna be some. I think it's gonna be some trying to. Well, I'm pretty sure Eugene will end up in the hospital, but I hope he makes it. We'll see. Yeah, it's gonna be probably one of those things like him trying to fight for us, and that's probably where we gonna see Lil Mo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think yeah, because he probably have to come back and be trying to help Eugene. Right. Because that police officer, you know, works for the gang. Right. Does so. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Hmm. Such a good series, man. Um, yeah, I didn't, and we talked about this before. We didn't even see how they would be able to do a season two. Because <laughs> season one closed so well, but I, I see they found a way. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't seem forced like some other shows. At all, yeah. Like, y'all just did this for a money grab. But no, this one, they, they, I, yeah, I was thinking this is going to be a limited series one and done oh season two oh what they figure out okay out of back look at them and yeah and it just came off the just came off the plane running man at least they didn't try to do something where his son lived and, <laughs> you know <sighs> he actually didn't bleed out and yeah, so like what they're trying to do with I Am Legend too. Great. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> yes. Man, should... some people, check this. Some people have only seen the alternate ending because they watched it on bootleg because it's like this yeah, bootleg that's true. that was going around. So, so some people didn't even know he died in the one that was in the theater. Oh, they're banking off that one. I hope that's okay. <laughs> Which the alternate ending was better to me. It's anyway. Better. It's way better. Way better. I mean, even from the part where they the zombies came down or vampires, whatever you want to call them, when they came down into the, the basement. Mm -hmm. Like that whole sequence was even better. So yeah. Yeah. But your honor, season two, if you haven't caught up, we just gave you a whole bunch of reasons to watch it. Spoilers. I don't know, you're gonna forget some stuff. It's it's still good enough to watch from the beginning and yeah, lead up is. to where we're talking. Yeah. I mean it's just a, a hair of the stuff on the surface that we talked about 
So be sure to watch that. Put that in your watch list. We will be back for one more topic. And it's a great one, folks. We're going to talk about our favorite Bruce Willis movies. And, you know, we, we got some bad news that Bruce Willis has dementia. So we're going to yeah. give him his flowers while he's still alive instead of doing that thing that you know the news does wait wait till they die and then you're like let's talk about favorite movies and get money grabbed in we're going to talk about our favorite movies now all right so stay tuned don't go anywhere we'll be right back this is pastor remote hey everyone charlie maverick here Have you ever heard of the Jesus Take the Wheel podcast? Oh, well, if you haven't and you enjoy conversations about family, fun, and faith, please tune in to Jesus Take the Wheel hosted by me, Charlie Maverick, and my mother, Mama Maverick, Darlene Smith, as we cut up, have some fun, and we get our praise on. Find us everywhere you listen to podcasts. we are back so we got a little bit of bad news as i was saying earlier um bruce willis unfortunately has uh, dementia and he had to step away from making movies uh about a year ago when he had uh, something that was building up to his uh, stage of dementia now but we want to go through some of the movies that we love from all the list of the long list of movies that Bruce yeah. Willis done over the years. I'm talking about since the 80s. Um, I remember talk. I remember watching TV when I was a young lad, and there was a a great TV show that came on, which was I think a little bit above our age range of liking. Um, yeah, but- it was. It was. <laughs> I I watched it because <laughs> my parents watched it. It was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> like that uh, and Spencer for Hire yeah yeah. so I mean <sighs> Moonlighting was just one of those it, it felt like one of those old detective shows the, the gumshoe and the and the Dane <laughs> that's what they used to say back then don't cancel me they used to call it Dane back then um, and how they kind of went back and forth and, and that was a good show I, the more people I talk to on our age level that watch this show, I'm like, golly, I didn't, even, I didn't realize, um, I didn't realize everybody parents just let them watch that show. <laughs> yeah, because at that point, everybody, a lot of people didn't have TVs in the room, and then if you did have a TV in your room, you didn't have cable. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, that was before cable was ubiquitous. Like, yeah, <laughs> just think of all the way back then when Bruce Willis kind of stepped on the scene. You know, he was doing stuff on record since 1980. Of course, we were too young to appreciate that. But I, I think a lot of the stuff started when Die Hard came out, 88. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, when everybody was like, okay, okay, this dude can do more than just be on a TV show. <laughs> Which is good. I mean, if we think of Die Hard, that is... That is arguably one of the best Christmas movies ever made. Oh, uh, yeah. Classic. <laughs> so uh, there, there's like four 
but what four decades right four decades of bruce willis that we have um what are your favorite movies of bruce willis i don't yeah. know if you you don't have to rank them or anything i'm looking at this list now um of course die hard i like all of them all the diehards yeah the well I think even the last like, one <laughs> yeah i like the last one the second one um that's the one that's kind of eh. they never play that one yeah um but i like all of them i'll watch all of them the first one is my favorite of course i really like the third one oh yeah because of samuel jackson oh yeah um let's see here that's it in the 80s i mean look who's talking that doesn't really count yeah, we we know Bruce Willis from you yeah. know we 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 think of him as an action movie star, not a comedic actor. And then right. he, he wasn't actually his face wasn't even in the movie; Thank it was just you. his voice. So um, this '90s list is long. So um, <laughs> that's when you know he's he really reached his. Uh, um, let's see here. Oh, he was killing it in the yeah, '90s. H- Hudson Hawk was cool. Oh, loved Last Boy Scout. Oh yeah, Damon I watched Wayans. that over and over. Yes, sir. Um, eh, you know, I've never seen all of Pulp Fiction, so I can't really. That's a long movie. Yeah, it's really. Um, long. Color of Night was cool. Never, I don't really remember Twelve Monkeys, so nah. I don't remember that either. Um, I... Fifth Element, another one of my favorites. Watched that over and over again. Own that one. Um. Shoot, me too. Now nah, think about it. <laughs> it's DVD though, but still, um, the Jackal was good. See, I don't remember the Jackal. That was good. I knew, I knew was it was man. good. Yeah, he was a hit man. Jack Black was in hmm. there for a short period of time too. It's ringing a bell now. Um, Armageddon, great, awesome movie. Um, oh, Six Sense, that was great too. Of course, that one. <laughs> yeah, two thousands. <2000s>, uh, <laughs> That that was like yeah. that was a hey, M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, you I peaked. felt you that. <laughs> yeah, I started feeling that early in the movie because I'm like, uh, this woman never talks to him, right? And like, it's not that much of being angry in the world that you just just blatantly <laughs> <laughs> just really just ignoring this man. Why are you? Why is your lips blue? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, eh. Let's see here. Uh... 2000s tears of the sun another great movie yeah unbreakable really that was good too mm-hmm. uh sin city was good yep lucky number 11 i almost watched that the other day that was good 16 mm-hmm. blocks i like that one most deaf yep that was good um grindhouse that was actually good i don't think i saw grindhouse that was that the quentin tarantino kind of um Split movie, yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't. I don't think I saw that. That was good. Two thousands. Um, Red, love Red. I love started watching that. Yeah, the first one. I said, let me give it a try, and it started slow. It's like you didn't know what you were going to get, but once the action and everything kicked in, I was like, oh yeah, I'm glad I watched this. <laughs> um, Moonrise Kingdom. I don't think. Yeah. No, I don't think I've ever told you this, but I'm a huge Wes Anderson fan. Mm. And this is one of his movies. So that really? was really good. And um, yeah, I think that's it for the 2000s. Glass. Yeah, Glass. Yeah, Glass. Yeah. Um, I saw Trauma Center. That was actually okay. Really? Yes, yeah, 2009. It's one of his late, later movies when he started. 
doing like a bunch of movies. <laughs> I didn't know why he was doing so much. Um, now I kind of knew. Maybe he was preparing. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. And I movie can't. A I month. Think I can't. Survive the night. I like that movie, but that was one of those movies. One of two movies that I saw with him in it that he really wasn't in the movie that much. That's why I didn't watch it because I figured out he wasn't in a lot of the movie. And here's the thing about those the the more recent Bruce Willis movies, kind of after 2000, with the exception of Glass. I was like, how much is he in the movie? Yeah. And I was like, ah, are they, are they going to do kind of like, you know, the the, the bait and switch? I'm like, I don't like when they do that. So yeah, because they, they got me with two movies. Of him. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Two movies with us too. I was like, wait. I can't, and I, you're probably going to talk about the same movie where he was like the neighbor or something and he didn't really show up to the end of the movie. I don't think I saw it. <laughs> Man. <laughs> yeah. In mm -hmm. the, like the beginning, like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. He didn't show up until the end again. I was like, so the movie mm. was pretty good. Mm. I'm not going to lie. I It worked because I wouldn't have never watched it if Bruce Willis wasn't in it. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. So it worked. They Even though he attention. wasn't really in it, but it, <laughs> after, you know, I wasn't mad that he wasn't, because I actually forgot he was in the movie till he showed up at wow. the end, and I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I gotta Look remember the name of that movie." Yeah, <laughs> don't. Which, you ain't gonna make me watch it, no. Right? Which movies did you see that? Um, I know you probably don't remember the titles, but um, yeah. So I started to watch Breach. Uh, ah, we did too. Yeah, I didn't make it through that. Yeah, I didn't make it through that either. Matter of fact, I said we, but I was the only one. Was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't make it through that. Uh, I feel like. Let me see. I feel like what, we almost. I think we almost watched Wrong Place. It was whatever that came on. Um. Hulu, because a lot of them came on Hulu like really quickly. Yeah, yeah. And we it would be at the point where we're like, oh, Bruce Willis is in it. Hold on, let's watch the trailer. And if he didn't have enough lines in it, I'm like, yeah, it's a it's a gotcha one. We ain't doing that. Uh, oh, I remember. Okay, Hard Kill. I almost watched. I, I I remember that one. Hard Kill. Yeah, didn't make it through it. Sorry, Bruce. Um. <laughs> I mean, it was so I have a thing with movie studios. If I see something from Vertical or Saban films, I'm like, oh, OK, we'll see how this goes. So when I saw those on the trailers, I'm like, ah, I'm probably not going to watch that. And uh, I didn't. But let me tell you about my favorite movies, though, because um, there's a lot of them. I I feel like most of my life was taken up with Bruce Willis. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Um, now, Look Who's Talking was one of my favorite movies growing up. Yeah. And I was talking to April about this yesterday. I was like, you know, John Travolta is out there just thinking that he was the draw for that movie. Ain't nobody care about John Travolta in that no. movie. Like, we were here to hear the baby talk. Ooh, is that Bruce Willis? All right, we need more of that. Because that's why they made a second one. So that, that was one of my favorite ones. Um, Die Hard. You know, once I figured out that Carl Winslow was in it, I was like, yeah, all right, let's, let's do this. <laughs> that, that was the deciding factor? Yep. 
Okay. okay. Sure was. Yep. Uh, Die Hard 2, to your point. Yeah, I don't remember that much at all. Um, so let me James go. James Evans was in there. He, you know. Uh, <laughs> now I do remember it. He was one of the bad guys, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah, I kind of do remember that now. Never mind. Now, now, let's go pass on that one. So I remember the last Boy Scout vividly. Um, they used to play that a lot on cable. Now, yeah. not so much. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna jump straight down because you know the diehards. My favorite diehard, however, was Die Hard with a Vengeance. Sam Jackson made that uh, yeah. movie so great, and I think that was the best diehard out of all the diehards, in my opinion. You know, okay, you can I can't o- argue you, with that. Yeah, you can always go to the first one because it was the first one. It was a great movie in itself, but it felt like they. You can tell in a movie franchise when they have all the cylinders going and everything just works. Yeah. That chemistry was, was outstanding. Oh yeah. I loved it. I loved it. This is one of his best movies. Now you didn't mention this one, but I remember this movie, um, because, <laughs> cause it was kind of like, it wasn't cowboy, but it, it had a lot of cowboy elements to it. Last man standing. It was a shoot 'em up movie. I loved it. I loved it. Loved it. Um, I don't think, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I don't think I saw that one. That's why I put it on the list. Let me see. You ever seen King Kings of New York? I, I'm drawing a blank at yeah. the, the main character's name. Um, yes, he, he was in there. They were battling each other. I think they shot each other and stuff too. So that was great. We own fifth element and we make it a point to watch that at least every quarter, at least. Um, and if you look at the characters in that movie, it, <laughs> you know, you got Chris Tucker. It's crazy good in yeah, there. Yeah. Um, it was kind of weird, but yeah, yeah, go with it. Very weird. Yeah. You, you got um, the, the bad guy. I forget his name in the movie, but he, man, he's been around for a long time. He was a Commissioner Gordon on, on, on the Christopher Nolan Batmans. He's, you know, throwback on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my all-time favorite all-time favorite is armageddon that movie came out in 1998 and it still looks good to this day still holds up Mm -hmm. it it i remember the first time i watched it i was on the fence but i was like i mean i like you know space movies and stuff like that so it it should be pretty cool (laughs) man i I watched it on um i think i got it from blockbuster oh throwback yeah, but I, after watching it, like, 20 minutes in, I was like, I should have went to the theater to see this. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> yeah, man. That w- that was definitely a blockbuster movie. Definitely. I I, th- I like the Expendable movies. Me too. Yeah. Uh, the, one of the reasons why I like it so much is because, like, I had all the random action movie stars. And it was very Sylvester Stallone heavy, mind you. But when I saw Bruce Willis in there, I was like, oh, hell, that just made it a whole bunch better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you already said Red. I love Red. Uh, Red 2 is awesome, too. And there there might be one more in my list. And I got to think about it because I don't want to keep naming half the movies in this list. Um, but it was... Hmm. I gotta think now. I gotta think. Oh, I missed one. Yeah. 
I'm gonna pick one that you would never think I would pick. Guarantee you wouldn't think I would pick it. Over the hedge. That. <laughs> uh, hey, that's that's one of my favorite movies too. Serious? Yeah. <laughs> that um. Uh, he played Hammy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's so many movies here, man. Like I'm looking through this this list as you were saying it. But um, yeah, over the head. It's another movie that he was in too. I don't remember the name of it. That was pretty good. Um, I think this guy had these people hostage in the house. Ha- uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I just scrolled past it. Yes, I think it was hostage. It yeah, probably is. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, yeah, yeah. hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hostage yeah. came okay. out 2005. Well, yeah, yeah Hostage was good. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, it was really good. Um, that, that was a really good movie. I only watched it once. but it Surprisingly was, good, yeah. Yeah. But the movie that I missed was Looper. Oh. Yeah, I, I was on the yeah. fence with Some Looper. Some people, yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Some people were kind of on the fence about Looper, but I dug it, man. I could go either way with it. I, I yeah. I mean, I, I dig movies like time travel and stuff and i like how everything came full circle at the end mm-hmm. um it was it was really good to me i mean i yeah. watched it several times but some people said they didn't like it uh some people complained about the chin prosthetic that the guy <laughs> had but i'm like they tried to make him and Bruce Willis look alike. I mean, come on, y'all. That's, that's what y'all were complaining about. I mean, hey, <clears throat> you got. I think. <laughs> I think in the grand scheme of things, maybe they just didn't get what they thought they were going to get at that movie. You know, like, I mean, I, it might have been the end because people get pissed off when things don't end all happy. Watching that in that end line. Where he basically figures out like how everything happened and why he's there. Mm-hmm. It was perfect to me because, you know, and I don't want to give it all away, but it was at that moment that he realized, like, I can change this whole thing right here with this one moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do what I have to do to make it happen because so many people are going to suffer if I don't do it. So I thought it was dope. Um, the whole time travel thing i mean it was cool man if you rock with science fiction i think you like that movie definitely i mean hey everything is about time travel now kind of so (laughs) do a throwback for real you know i'm trying to think of one more movie that i want to pick from this list i really it's a long list you can (laughs) uh yeah i mean i I would say yeah all right you mentioned Pulp Fiction. Now, the thing about Pulp Fiction and Bruce Willis's character, which I, I it's, it's kind of difficult to, because the part where he plays with with Ving Rhames is really, really messed up. Really, I don't even know if you saw past that part. It's messed up, super oh, messed man. up. man, so he's in that part? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I didn't see that part, but, mm, um, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, that was, um, it was rough. I think somebody was watching it in college and then I just 
you know how I mean everybody's watching movies and some random and you know it's just like I was like this this looks like it's about to go left yeah um, <laughs> I, <laughs> oh wait it went totally left yeah exactly <laughs> made two lefts yeah and I I um I <laughs> I went to the other because we were in the suite I went to the other part of the suite until and then um Nah, I was just like, because it was a bunch of us in there, man. It was girls in there too, and it was like, oh my god! Oh. And I was like, see, I knew that's what. This is why I walked out. This is why I walked out. I said, this does not look like it's gonna go well, y'all. It does not. Oh man. So, again, we we just wanted to go through this list of our favorite movies. Yeah. Give a little flowers to Bruce Willis because he gave us so much entertainment over the years. You know, it's unfortunate what he has to go through. We all have loved ones that have gone through similar situations. So it hits close yeah. to home. So if you haven't seen a Bruce Willis movie in a while, we love to talk about rewatchable movies. And a lot of his movies are even the one that I saw yesterday for the first time that came out, which was a real sleeper. And... I didn't even know this movie existed. It had everybody in it. So if you go watch the bonfire of the vanities, which is from 1990, this is a, this is, that, that one, that one is a gem in itself. You very, very well enjoy it, but yeah, man. Um, you know, prayers go out to Bruce and the family. So yeah, it was another good pod, man. Talking about the, we, what we talk about Ant-Man. Uh, we talked about Your uh, Honor. Your Honor. Yeah, we talked about Bruce Willis movies. <laughs> oh man. Oh, what else could you ask for? Some popcorn. That's what you could ask for. Hey, Terrence, tell people where to find you on social media. Oh man, you can check me out the Brown Sugar Cafe on Instagram, Facebook, also the blog, the Brown Sugar Cafe dot blog. And also the Brown Sugar Cafe podcast. Yes. Season two is going pretty good, man. Just drop episode 12. Um, Yeah, man. I'm getting rolling, getting them out there. Yes. Hey, man, you're dropping gems with that podcast every, every time. Every time, man. So good work there, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. And you're putting some dope content out on the, and the barbecue cooks, too. Ah, oh, yeah, man. I got some of my stuff going up. I forgot, man. Yeah. <laughs> T-Dub Barbecue. That's T-D-U-B-B dot B-B-Q on Instagram and also TikTok. I'm trying to get more in the swing with TikTok, but you definitely check me out on Instagram. <laughs> yes, sir. And you can check me out at Charlie Maverick on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Maverick Barbecue on Instagram in youtube and be sure to follow all of the black out loud media group guys all of the black smoke barbecue guys and be sure when you're ready to watch tv when you guys are ready to netflix and chill you pass the popcorn and what else do you do terrence pass the remote holla at you boys we'll catch you up next time be blessed Oh yeah!
Make sure you tune into the new podcast, The Wonderful World of Mr. Rosser, hosted by Mr. Rosser. The podcast for the people. Hashtag We Gonna Talk. Each and every week covering current events, sports, entertainment, music and movies, lifestyle, mental health, fitness and education. You can tune into The Wonderful World of Mr. Rosser, now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Stay in tune on upcoming topics and special guests. Make sure you follow us on Facebook at The Wonderful World of Mr. Rosser. Follow us on Twitter at T-H-E-W-W-M-R. Also on Instagram at T-H-E underscore W-W-M-R underscore podcast. Interested on advertising on the platform or becoming a special guest? Then hit Mr. Rosser up via email at T-H-E-W-W-M-R pod at gmail.com. And if you're interested in becoming a patron on the show, you can do so by hitting us up via Cash App. Dollar sign T-H-E Rosser. And make sure you search the hashtags W-W-M-R and hashtag we gonna talk.